0: Hi there. Welcome to Shrink Chat. This is the companion show to our main podcast, Terror Talk. My name is Shannon and I'm joined every week by my friend Kathy. On this show, we talk about psychology and media and whatever else comes up. It's a bit looser. So hang out and welcome to Shrink Chat. Hi, Kathy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. So this is Shannon and Kathy with Shrink Chat. This is our Friday show. It's Friday the 13th, by the way. Um, So that's exciting. always a good day. I know. I I always
1: like Friday the 13th. I
0: know. And tonight we go to Hollywood Horror Nights on Friday the 13th. So we're excited about that. Um, I have two big-ish announcements to start off the show with today. I know that a lot of times we do some research at the top, but we've got other stuff to talk about today, so we're taking a break from that. Um, The first is that we're launching a Patreon page today, so by the time you're listening to this, it will be launched. Uh, We're pretty excited about the... I mean, I'm excited about the world of creations. It sort of opens up to us. It's like... By mm-hmm. like by collecting a group of like like minded interested people that we can that can support us on whatever level um it just breaks it kind of wide open. I mean, I'm mostly centered on interacting with people who listen and and care what they want and care about what we're doing and we can interact more so that we can figure out what people are wanting and then sort of curate the show to that I mean, we dig all this stuff so we can go in a lot of directions and you know, on this show, on the shrink chat show, we sort of do a specific thing on the terror talk show. We do a specific thing. And I think with Patreon, we can do those things and more. Um, my mind kind of goes a mile a minute with it. Like, so what we're starting with is there's an extra, there's a level that has an extra episode a month. There's a level that has a behind the scenes discussions that we have. Uh, we have a, uh, the first 60 patrons are going to get some of the stickers that we got made. Um, we're going to create some videos, a Reddit page. I mean, plus the activity feeds. I mean, those of you who have been on Patreon, you know that there's an activity feed and um, patrons can have access to that. And we'll be filling it with polls and discussions. And I mean, I don't know. My mind just goes crazy. Like I could do read along. It's, it's,
1: it's Go ahead. It's yeah. Uh, it's, this is pretty limitless, but I, I wanted to ask you for listeners who maybe are completely unfamiliar with Patreon and what it is. Did you want to tell people a little bit about
0: what it is? I, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, patreon.com is P A T R E O N. So, Patreon. Um, and it, it is it is a website for creators who want to have a place to have supporters of their creations. So what you see on there is uh, podcasters, YouTubers, artists, uh, different kinds of creatives. And what they do is they you create a Patreon page, and then people can basically pledge, right become patrons. it's patrons of the arts, you know, back in the day, and still in Europe, there are patrons of the arts and patrons would give money in exchange for art, to support the artists and their creations. And so it's a way for us to, you know, get better equipment, get guests, travel, you know, to get good interviews. I mean, like you can just, again, like I said, the the mind explodes with the options. And so what you do is, is there's different tiers and um, associated with like monetary levels as low as $5 a month. So you can decide which level you want to pledge at and, you can get those benefits. And so by giving something, you get something. And so you can go and take a look at that. Um, and and see if any of it appeals to you. Uh, and you know, for $5 a month, you get access to the activity feed. and And right now, you know, the first 60 people are going to get stickers. And then you can kind of decide, there'll be a lot of stuff that will be at that small level. And then there's some other things as you go up. So you can always make. I think it do- one of
1: the things I like about it too is it allows um, our listeners to create a portion of the show with us by yes. expressing what they're inter- what you guys are interested in, what you like, what you haven't liked, what you want more of, what you want less of. So in some ways, you get to be part of that creative aspect. I think that that if I were on listeners and that would be intriguing
0: to me yeah you bet and that's and you know i'm a patron of some people on patreon where i pay pay a monthly you know um money to have access to their exclusive content and so i am a patron of people's art and so um we just would like to we'd like to create merchandise we'd like to create more content and you know With any creative endeavor, we're trying to keep the shows that are on this main channel as, you know, uh, produced. We produce them. We we make them a specific topic or specific thing. And on Patreon, we can really go in a lot of different directions. I mean... We could literally sit with the whole, you know, Diagnostic Statistic Manual and 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 take every diagnosis and then talk about that. Or we could, I, I imagine, doing like read-alongs with Stephen King books, where we read four chapters and then we have a discuss. You know, like there is so much to do. Um, you know, we could talk mental. I could personally talk mental health in movies forever. It's never ending. Like I could pick any movie mm-hmm. and talk mental I health. You can, so. ladies. <laughs> so, you really so, can. So, you know, like my brain just goes poof and kind of explodes out the top when I think about all of the fun that we could have. So it's basically, I mean, mental health and movies is basically case conceptualization, which is my jam people. So, um, is there anything else with Patreon that you're particularly excited for? I mean, I, I'm, I'm right with you as far as like, it's for me, it's all about the interaction with people that that care about what we're doing and we want to hear what You want,
1: <laughs> yeah, because we really appreciate when people reach out in any form. Whether, oh, yeah, it doesn't always have to be positive. I mean, we want to hear, yes, what how you guys are feeling and the truth, uh, you know, uh, the good, the bad, the ugly. But yeah, I, I think I really want to give a shout out to my brother Chris, who did our artwork for this season, Woo-hoo. uh, for our new logo. So, um, the Terracock logo, you'll see it now. it's uh, our new logo for our Instagram page
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but we have started um, you know, we've made some stickers that we're going to be using for the Patreon as well as other events just to start getting some of that out there because I look forward and I think you are as well I'm looking forward this year to here too, starting a merchandise uh, page as well where, where we'll do some mugs and t-shirts and yeah,
0: whatever I mean, else yeah. yeah it's just super fun because we've I'm not going to do any spoilers but like we've come up with silly sayings and different things and it would just be fun to be able to make them and then give them away to the patrons who are who are also getting like extra content and behind the scenes stuff and you know just interaction and all that it would just be kind of fun we've already had um like I can shout out to my cousin, Steve, because he listens. This is like, you know, our families, of course, like with any creation in your family, you know, you want to support them. And my cousin, Steve, has been supporting us since the beginning. And so I'm like, where's the merch? When's the merch coming? <laughs> <laughs> <You know? Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: Every time I talk to him, it's pretty, it's, coming, Steve. it's pretty it's funny. Coming. It's like, well, tell me what you want. We'll make it for you, <laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, so we're excited about that. It's going to be fun. Um, and. So I had a, another announcement. I'll go to that now. Um, it's sort of a partial can, a sort of announcement, I guess. Uh, but I'm very optimistic about getting, uh, I believe we're going to interview someone associated with the it franchise. We just did our episode on it that you, that everybody hopefully is listened to or it's on the docket to be listened to. But I'm really, I'm really optimistic about having an interview with this person. Um, it's not in the can yet and the, the details haven't been sorted out, so I don't really, I don't really want to announce it prematurely. But you know, everybody cross fingers. I think it would be a good conversation. So that'll yeah. be super fun. A little bit of like a juge to the it conversation. A little behind the a little scenes.
1: Behind, little behind the scenes. Yep, yeah,
0: it's totally going to be a behind the scenes type of interview. So that'll be awesome. Um, yeah. So that's the announcements. Thanks for you know, entertaining us, (laughs) entertaining us telling you stuff. Um, So I was thinking, Kathy and I were thinking, actually, that it would be kind of interesting to sort of have a a what did you do today kind of conversation, because it might be that people listening and you know you'll tell us if we're full of shit but it might be that some people listening are interested in sort of what we do for a living and what our days look like i don't know i thought that would be interesting would it do you think that's interesting gabby
1: (laughs) i i think that sometimes i'm surprised by people who are not not for any specific reason i I guess our field is interesting but sometimes i'm thrown off by the amount of questions i Mm get um I do a lot of different things my days are very different from one day to the next so Mm -hmm. yeah as Shannon was talking about you know if you're listening to this episode you might be somewhat interested in psychology and therapy (laughs) yeah you think? (laughs) I hope so maybe you're just amused by us I don't know Um, (laughs) but you know for those of you who don't work in the mental health field or those of you who do and maybe can relate Mm -hmm. um, just kind of giving you an idea of a day in the life and like I said mine are very different day to day I, and me I too for all all psychologists and therapists it, it is because people and behavior that's all unpredictable but I have a couple different types of jobs that I do so yeah. but I so, can certainly talk about today
0: yeah so why don't we go with that like tell us what you did today
1: well I was real lucky today I worked all from home. one of the luxuries of being an evaluator and, and I'm, I'm working on a an expert witness. I'm working as an expert witness mm-hmm. on a case right now. So, the majority of my day today, I actually have Wednesdays off typically, but today I, I had to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a, a trial coming up, and it's around actually trauma, psychological trauma distress following a certain incident. And I spend a lot of my day reviewing records, depositions, medical records, mental health records. Uh, educational records, talking with the attorney on the, the side that I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my work today was was forensic or court work. Yeah, um, okay. I did not, and, and then I spent a little bit of time scoring uh, an assessment on, on admin, that I administered yesterday, so psychological assessments that we often provide to get, you know, clarification for diagnosis or...
0: Right, Out so you started working on the way. report.
1: So I started working on some of the scoring and and the report. So, But cool. it was great because I did all of this from my couch today. So I was very lucky. <laughs> I had the dog and my sweatpants yeah. and my phone. And that's been my day. And I'm so thankful for that because there are days I do have to either go yeah, to suit up. USC <laughs> or go to my office. But today was...
0: A yeah, no, that's so that so as we do this throughout the shows going forward, and we talk about like, this is what I did today, I think you'll get, you know, a sense of how the days are different and the different things we do, which was, I think, uh, I don't know, that's what I was asked for, like that, that was be interesting. So we're giving it a shot. Um, Today, I went to uh, something called group home staffing. It was a it's a big county meeting um, in the county that I work in. So it's one of those situations where I'm attending as a county partner. Um, One of the places that I work at has a contract through the county system, and one of the things we have to be involved in is conversations around uh, whether a youth can continue to stay in a group home or if there needs to be an aftercare plan of them to go home or to be fostered or You know situations like that, and so there's an agenda, and I don't have decision rights in that meeting. It's 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 more about um, the company that I work for is a nonprofit, and I go there as a county partner, and I weigh in on the cases that I'm familiar with. It just so happens that today there was a case that I'm very familiar with, and so I could kind of, you know, give some give some information about what was happening currently. So that made me feel useful at that meeting. I often feel completely not useful at that meeting. But it's one of those things that's helpful for me to show up for because if if things arise, it's just helpful for us to be in the room. Um, Of course. Yeah. And I had let's see, I had a supervision, I have supervisees. So um, of the teams that go into the community. So I had some teams I had to talk to and I had uh, individual supervision with someone. And then I also went and saw, uh, one of my own clients and the work I do with that is I'm, I'm in the field. So I go to that person's house and work with that person and their family and uh bit of a crisis today, but all was well. And it's been a rough week for them, but everything went well. So, um, and that brought me from nine in the morning to about six. So yeah. I did a regular old schedule today.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> a, and I think that's another good point to bring up too is sometimes our days, especially if you're doing therapy, like on the days I do mm-hmm. therapy, a four hour a four hour therapy day is yeah. an eight hour regular day. For it's sure, twice as taxing emotionally, mentally, even physically to a certain extent. So when you're doing actual face-to-face, meaning you actually have a a patient or a client in front of you, that takes a lot of work. And there needs to be a lot of self-care in the industry we're in because we use a lot of energy, whether it's through empathizing or assessing or diagnosing or treatment planning. It's a lot of mental um, and emotional
0: well, and there's notes to be done. So, if you do Well, yeah,
1: then the paperwork. If yeah. you do if you do 4
0: too. hours of therapy, then you have to write notes and do paperwork for those 4, you know. So, the 4 yeah. hours becomes six hours or five hours, mm-hmm. depending how fast you are, um, mm-hmm. to document, we have to do a lot of documenting. So, and I didn't get to do any documenting today. So all my documenting is, so what's going to happen now wow. is so, Tomorrow. so I got to come home, I got to come home. Right. And so, um, I came home and now I'm in the studio and Kathy's obviously on the phone, but she's in her own studio at wherever she is. And, um, you know, I got to come home, I got to do this fun thing, this fun podcast thing. And then I will um, get into my jammies and do two or three hours of paperwork before bed. (laughs) That will be (laughs) that will be the rest of my day. Um, Mostly because I have a full day tomorrow as well. And if I don't do it, if I don't do it on my at home, I'm not going to get it done. Cause I'm going to get interrupted a bunch of times. That's kind of what happens when you work with, when you like supervise yeah. people and you work with teams, it's like the day becomes very relational. You got to talk to people. So <laughs> then I got to yep, do my paperwork true. at night. <laughs> um, that's true. so that's our days. The other thing, um, is what are you watching? What are you watching right now? What did you watch this week that you want to share?
1: I started watching the Five with to Baron Cohen. Oh yeah, um, Netflix, I'll, right? Yeah, I'll tell you. I uh, this is probably one of the only new things I can add that I'm actually watching. About three episodes in, it's, it's you know based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, Cohen stars as a former Mossad agent who goes undercover in Syria in the 19 early 1960s. The cast is great. Noah Emmerich, who who I love from The Americans, he comes back as um, Cohen's Tamler, mm-hmm. Dan Peleg I think his name mm-hmm. and um, he tries to sort of ease his own guilt over the sacrifices that Cohen's character has to make it's yeah. slow it's really slow <laughs> sometimes painfully slow but yeah. I love to see Sasha Baron Cohen in this type of role because I think he's brilliant cool. we know he's funny we know he's creative but it's really kind of cool to see him in this kind of role the cast is awesome. It's a six piece uh, series, six episode series. Uh, I think it aired on Friday. Kind of a six so it's fairly new. Mm-hmm. So if you have time to sit back and kind of be patient with it, I recommend it. But it, I find myself kind of drifting off watching it. But right. the is garbage.
0: Yeah. So maybe a what a B plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So far, anyway. Right. You're not done with it. So um. yeah. Cool. I, uh, I rewatched American Horror Story, the Roanoke uh, season, mm. which I think is five, season five, maybe, or season six. I can't remember. Um,
1: I think it's after a freak show, right? Yeah, it one definitely after is
0: after a freak show. So six? Is it six? I don't know. Something like that. It's I five or six, because I, I think there's one after it that's already on there. Um, anyway, I so I don't think I ever finished that season because I, you know, I started it as a rewatch because tis the season. Uh, I started it as a rewatch and also because I wanted to challenge myself to like it. Cause I know it's a season that's, um, not critically anybody's favorite really. Um, and I, I started it as a rewatch, but I, I realized like halfway, maybe like three quarters of the way through that I have either forgotten what was happening or I never got to the end of it. (laughs) So, um, I did watch it all the way through and I have to say, you know, that show, I'm going to rewatch the next season as well before the, uh, new season comes out. I kind of like to be in the world. And then when the new season comes out, it's more interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. just for me, I, I like get in the zone or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, 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 enjoyed it as much as I can enjoy these things. I mean, I am always constantly reminded when I watch American Horror Story how freaking brutal it is. I mean, it is straight up horror. There is nobody yeah. that can say that that show isn't uh, the horror genre. Like it is in its lane. <laughs> it
1: is, oh, it's, and it, it has everything coming at you.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's in the lane. I mean it it is a in my opinion, it's like a pure it's a pure form. It's it is straight up horror and the actors are always great. So even if you don't like like a particular season or whatever, there's always some interesting performances if you you know, leave it on while you're right. cooking or whatever, which I wouldn't recommend. Um <laughs> is there anything else that you've you been know. watching? <laughs>
1: No, I I haven't. I, I'm actually sort of in this waiting period because the fall shows are starting up this month and ah. I've been trying to find stuff that is interesting, but I haven't been having the best luck, so I'm just kind of being patient. I'm yeah. also, you know, deep into college football and the Dodgers end of the season. Me too. So I've been watching, I, I went to the Dodgers game on um, really great seats actually. So oh, nice. On uh, Friday, Friday. Friday. Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, Saturday. Dodgers. So I've been, you know, and then um we've been through the mill with so many things, USD. So, and we're, we're actually just cleaning house with our athletic director. So it's really uh, interesting start of the season, but we did beat Stanford. I'm happy yeah. about that. So, so I've been sort of in the sports. My fall is my, I love fall for that reason too, for the, the, the mm-hmm. season of football yep you talked about that yeah we've time. talked about so. it
0: before yeah one of the, well, there's so many reasons to like fall and it's a heavy heavy sports time um i am happy to say that of my four fantasy football leagues uh this year i'm because i'm ridiculous uh three out of i won three out of my four weeks so that's good and i'm particularly excited because i won the one at work so you know booyah Cause yeah. you know those yeah. are it's it's almost awesome. all dudes, so I'm like, yeah, take that. Um,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> so that's. I won, I won
1: the uh, I won the Super Bowl online last year, and now I'm like, okay, I'm done. Like yeah. I'm going out. Yeah, to, to I got my ring. I'm good. I pee. Yeah, I peek <laughs> and, and uh, I'm done. I'm I don't want to so, ruin well, it. Anyway.
0: That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, the, the other thing I'll just mention that I watched was um I've I watched uh, I'm, I'm a huge fan of standup specials and standup comedians. Uh, it's one of the things I use when I lived in the heart of Hollywood, I used to regularly go to the comedy store on the laugh factory and all of that. And I was regular there going to those shows. And I've seen lots and lots of really famous comedians when they were up and coming and da, da, da. anyway, it's a passion of mine. And so I, I'm in. I love the stand-up. So I watched um, Dave Chappelle's Sticks and Stones. Uh, I know there's a bunch of his on there now, but I watched the Sticks and Stones, which I really liked.
1: I love Dave Chappelle. I yeah. just love. I think he's a I genius. Know he's, a time, very but he's so good.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a terrible. genius, and this is no different. Mm-hmm. This one's great. Um and then I watched Bill Burr's new stand-up special on Netflix. So the great thing about oh, Yeah, oh god. This this is it's amazing because the great thing and Bill Burr is even like 50 steps farther than Dave Chappelle. They just have different styles, but they both yeah. deal they both talk about things that are politically and all of that completely incorrect. It's so fabulous because because comedians are really the voice of what we're all kind of thinking and we're you know we're all sort of stepping in shit culturally all the time and offending people and you know people get offended by us and all of this and stand-up comedians just go there and I really it's like my alter ego I really appreciate that I mean it's no joke that we Mm -hmm. entered a field that keeps us like, so politically correct, like, being a psychologist, being a therapist, there is something about that, that you are held to a higher standard, you are oh held, you are held to sure. an ethical and legal standards, obviously, just as part of the profession, mm-hmm. but you are held to a standard of just being, like, politically correct, uh, you know, Open 365. Accepting. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so it's really my it's really self care for me to watch these guys and women obviously doing stand up because they just can go there and I can laugh loud and it's totally offensive yeah. and I can just go there and it's such a relief because that's humanity man that's human. You
1: well, know? and you and I have talked about this before in our work and especially when I was working um, with mentally disordered offenders and some of the darkness. The gallant humor is essential for our work. We have to use that really dark sort of twist comedy sometimes to get through the day. Yeah. As a relief. Absolutely. Our work gets very serious
0: absolutely I learned that early on in my training I had a I have had a real, I had really great supervisors along the way in my training whether they were teaching me by being horrible or teaching me by being really amazing um, they were all really um, great and it, it, well that was something I learned really early on is because I worked in a lot of I, I chose specifically a lot of dark kind of settings you know crisis work psychiatric hospitals etc and I found that the people that survived the best um, were the people that had a really, really good sense of humor and could go to dark places in their mind and not be afraid of that because it's very dark work. Kind of like our discussions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, yes. I uh, I have something.
0: Go, 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 go. Yeah. Uh,
1: I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but it, it definitely has to do with the field and it, and you know, sometimes we talk about, different minority cultures on our show and I think it was last week or the week before I was, I was talking about trans culture and everything that happened with Jeffrey Campbell and all that. But this week, um, it's, it's a little bit old news now since this this article came out last week. Okay. But Maffrey, I think I think it's pronounced Maffrey, Maffrey Game, who is the, the creator of Conversion Therapy actually came out of the closet from after 26 years of what he would describe as living as a hot night. um I and think i'm and i'm sorry really... could
0: you could you say his name again i didn't quite hear the name it's
1: spelled m-c-k-r-a-e i think it's McRae. okay uh and the last name is Game, like a board game okay great thank um, you thank so you for is, that yeah he he's asking for you know he's a lot of twitter feed out with him right now asking for forgiveness really sending the message of learning to love yourself and others um one statistic here, almost 700,000 LGBT identifying adults have gone through some form of conversion therapy.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Eight, eight, eight plus, uh, 50 states plus 56 counties have laws protecting children from this now. Uh, he, I watched a short interview with him, and he said that he struggles more with the denial than actually accepting being gay. And and For someone who identifies as a gay woman, I can honestly say that is the truth. And the denial piece will kill you yeah. so much faster than the acceptance. And he said, I literally lived 26 years as a hot mess. You know, who's married, his poor wife. Um, he also goes on to discuss an 18-year-old who was in one of his, um, his campus called Hope for Wellness. And, you know, he would say, we didn't see it as conversion therapy. We didn't frame it that way necessarily. But looking back, it, it was incredibly abusive. And this, this Ended up committing suicide, and his message. And he's such a great message, even though there's nothing deeply profound about it. But I, I sat there and just sort of processed his message um, as a, as a psychologist, which is sometimes we just need to listen rather than talk inside of it. Yeah. And he's like, if I would have just listened more, whether it was to himself or to these kids, that. This would have ended so long ago. And it's, there's nothing deeply profound about that message, but I think we minimize the importance of that. Oh,
0: I couldn't agree more. I mean, and that just extrapolates to everything. I'm just about to, to do a, a training coming up at my company and about suicide uh, assessment. And it's one of, it's one of the things I want to talk about for sure is about asking questions as opposed to talking and telling you know, just, just become profoundly curious about the other person. Like if you can stay in a state of curiosity, no matter what the issue is, I think it goes a long way. (laughs) Just goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah. I I really appreciate you, you bringing that in. And I think that's, I think that's where we'll end today's show. What do you think? Yeah. Good. cool so uh happy friday the 13th everyone check out our patreon page and next week we're going to go oh boy we're going to go to a dark oh, place God. next week <laughs> we're
1: going to a dark place.
0: yeah next week we're going to go into the subgenre of horror which is the i would i don't i'll have to see what the internet calls it but i would call it uh, terror horror um it, the true Torment horror. Yeah. There you go. Something like that. Yeah. So, um, we're going to do that next Wednesday. So we'll be spending our weekends watching some really disgusting stuff. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, and a little bit of a little bit of a trigger warning on that too, because we will be talking about rape and and yeah really kind of violent assaults and things. Yeah, like we're going to talk um, about torture. what's your
0: yeah. I, we'll talk about the movies and what actually happens in the movies. And then as we do, we'll extrapolate to psychology. And so that's going to be a little bit of a dark place. I'm going to have to pop in a Bill Burr after that, I'm sure. Ooh, I, um,
1: I, I, watched one, I watched one today and I, I, I needed a shower after. Like I felt so yeah close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's what's going to happen. So this is Shrink Chat. My name is Shannon.
1: And I'm Kathy. We take everyone
0: we hope you enjoyed this episode of shrink chat if you enjoy what we do here there are two things you could consider subscribing and sharing our episodes on social media and checking out our patreon page don't hesitate to contact us on twitter instagram or our facebook page we upload new episodes of terror talk every wednesday and of shrink chat every friday until then goodbye and have a pleasant tomorrow